Hey everyone, it's Vanessa here. Welcome to today's episode of Working at Careers. Today I am going to be joined with Hannah Vale, who is the founder and creator of a clothing line Han, which is based in our hometown of Derry. Hannah prints and embroiders her own designs onto a range of clothing and they are sold in Topshop in Belfast, Derry and in Cork. In this episode, Hannah is going to be talking about the journey that she experienced from leaving school to now creating her own clothing brand and she has great advice for anyone who is considering studying fashion or who has finished a fashion degree and just doesn't know where to go next. So I hope that you all enjoy this chat with Hannah and I'll chat to you soon. Hi Hannah, thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of Working at Careers. How have you been keeping? Yeah, doing well, uh, keeping busy, plenty busy with work. You've just opened your shop in the Craft Village in Derry, which is absolutely amazing. Yes, it's uh, opened last week. We did Friday and Saturday for our first pop-up shop that we're going to be doing monthly from now on. Amazing. And it must have been good with, well, obviously COVID's not good, but you must have had, you know, a good break to get everything set off and you probably wouldn't get that time again. <laughs> well, it was a strange one now because I've been in business now almost three years and about two and a half years as full-time self-employed. So it was very strange getting that kind of break and um, obviously we kept our website running and I generally work on my own so I was able to work uh, part of lockdown but um, obviously it's difficult to still work when nobody else is working. Things are running a lot slower. We were supposed to get the keys to our space at the end of March and that would have been great because I could have I worked on the space um, over lockdown but unfortunately that didn't happen and we didn't get it until about June time. But nothing you can do in these situations just got to um, take it in your stride and I think it it worked it worked out grand uh the weekend great feedback from everybody the studio and the space is looking really well now so I'm, I'm pleased with how it's worked out I'm so glad you definitely deserve it because you've put on so much work and everyone absolutely loves your stuff too so well deserved <laughs> so Hannah what was your journey like from leaving secondary school to what made you want to actually study fashion and create your own clothing line? While I was at school all through my education basically I always knew that I was creative I always loved art and I've got a creative family as well um, and they've always been extremely encouraging in terms of supporting me in my way and my career. After school, I knew that it want, I wanted to do something art related. I had an idea that it would be textiles or fashion based. Most people going down our college route, you are recommended to do foundation art after you finish school. And I was quite happy to do that. And I did that here in the tech in Derry. Both of my brothers also have done this course. Uh, so I was the, the third in my family to do it. Um, and the course is basically it guides you through loads of different art disciplines and gives you a chance to try everything out um, and it just gives you a, a better um, a better a better go seeing what what you're good at and obviously for me it was still textiles and fashion I, I did quite well during this year I loved it I would definitely say it was my favorite year throughout my whole education I still was a bit confused at the end of it whether I was going to do textiles or fashion or a bit of both. At this point, I applied for, like everybody does on UCAS, five different universities. I applied for all the top colleges in the UK because I'd, I'd got such a good CV. Uh, I'd won art awards during school and foundation art. 
Um, I recommended they, they aim high in this situation. I also had, this, this sounds awful, but I had Belfast as my backup just in case away or I didn't want to leave Northern Ireland or if I don't know it just it was just my backup um obviously I was 19 so I thought I want to get away from here as far as I can like that's that standard um kind of attitude um so I'd applied for loads of places in London I'd also taken notion of all notions I'd applied for a uni in Amsterdam quite a prestigious fashion college and I had went through an interview process with their we had like a set project I did that and I actually got offered a place there it it was good at the time um I got turned down from everywhere in the UK apart from Belfast of my UCAS choices I had my sights set on Amsterdam I went and I lasted about two weeks and I completely freaked out and was like get me out of here I need to go home so I came back and I had to start over again what what was I going to do for the next year and last month I got my place back in Belfast and that is how I started uni. I started uni the following week. So my plans were a bit um, askew at the start when I started uni. Um, Belfast wasn't my first choice, but I went on and I did it anyways and I finished it just about. Um, I didn't particularly enjoy university. I think it was difficult for me going from school and foundation to university. We were back to the bottom of the pile again. And art college is very well known for you need to have thick skin. You need to be able to take criticism. All my work was very illustrative, which it still is. And I think at the time it just wasn't, I wouldn't say it wasn't appreciated because that sounds, makes me sound really good myself. But it, I was I had a lot of tutors who were into very abstract things and they want you to explore that. And I understand that now, but it just wasn't what I wanted to do at the time. And I think I just struggled with that. And my final year, I, f- I finally found fashion. And the course in Belfast is very broad, a lot of different disciplines, just the same way as foundation art is. And in my final year, I found fashion and I had a great final year and I finished with a 2-1. And that was my experience of uni. I would never go back. <laughs> uh, I, I did kind of think that I might do a master's and maybe in the future I would do a master's, but I would do it in something business related this time around, I think. Oh, definitely. And see for anyone who is thinking of going to study fashion, what advice would you give them, you know, from what you've experienced? I would say having a thick skin is definitely like a good quality to have regardless of what you're going on to do art college is just one of those things you might get great tutors and not experience any of this but like they are just going to hammer home you know crit- criticism that it, it is just something that you're going to call in design as well so you need to be prepared for that i would also say you know take everything with a pinch of salt be white with your money because i don't think people realize how much money goes into final year of uni you don't get any extra support other than other like more so than other courses uh so do be wise with your money be thrifty about things um obviously now is definitely a time to be focusing on sustainability and it's a great time to be reading your charity shop reading your wardrobe to make things out of instead of buying super expensive fabrics that's not 
it's not the point of it um, and I do think that is more appreciated now and it's a lot more prevalent in these courses where they are focusing on those types of values too and also just doing a fashion course do think about what you want from it and where you want to go afterwards like a lot of people in the same course as me didn't have that focus and then they struggled when they left if you've got that in mind while you're doing the course your portfolio which is super important your creative portfolio is going to be more targeted towards what type of job that you're going towards afterwards. Mine's was very varied and it kind of made me made my portfolio more like jack of all trades, master of none. Uh, where I had focused and I knew exactly, it's difficult obviously to focus and know exactly what you want to do at any one time, but I think everybody does generally have an idea. And if I had focused more, I would have had a better, more solid, portfolio for afterwards when I started to apply for jobs. That's really great advice and you said earlier about your illustrations so what inspired you to then take your illustrations and put them on clothing then? We had one module in uni where we could choose a placement and then there was an option for product development and I was always interested in product, I always loved art but I always wanted to do something functional with it. During this module, we had to develop a product or a line of products that were going to be sold in our Christmas market. And at the time, I had specialised in print, had loads of illustrations, loads of animal illustrations, and I decided I was going to print these on the t-shirts and totes and sweatshirts. Um, so that was the very start of me doing anything related to casual wear. I had a great time during this project. I really, really loved it, and I sold almost everything at my Christmas market, and I was absolutely delighted with myself. I've always, like, from when I was 16, I always worked in retail as well, so I always loved this kind of side of things as well. When I left uni, I did six months as a graduate program in the Fashion and Textile Design Centre on Shipley Street. And during this time, I tried to work out a collection that was high fashion. And I think it, it, over time, I realised that that requires a lot more than I realised it did. It required a lot of money, required a lot of time, a lot of very specific skills. And I think it, I, I came to a point where I realised that that's just not what I was going to be able to do. Um, if I was starting something by myself. Similar situation again, we had um, a space in the Clark College, which is now Sasson Halo. It was empty then, it was just before she moved in. We were allowed this space for 10 days and the hub had just um, gotten tender for an embroidery machine in the building. So I started translating uh, illustrations that I've had something they weren't being used. I started translating them into embroidery and tried it on a couple of t-shirts. was very happy with it and I think I did about maybe 20 t-shirts and sold them in the craft village. It was a period of 10 days that we had before Christmas and I sold all of them had everybody tortured on Facebook, I had everybody tortured on Instagram, um, but I sold all of them and I just, I'd created this brand, I'd taken a moment and named it Plan and that kind of stuck after then. After that, I went on to do some placement and applied for loads and loads of jobs, didn't get anything, was working two jobs, seven days a week, really hating it, not doing anything creative. When I seen a spot came up in Emporium, which would have been at the bottom of Shipkey Street, this was my chance now to start doing something again for myself, something creative, a side project. So I quit one of my jobs at the time and started back at it, had a couple of new designs, did things in different colours and that was basically the birth of the business then. So that's kind of how it came about. It was 
it was really um it was desperation because I couldn't find a job I was so desperate to do something creative I couldn't uh I couldn't see myself doing anything else but um that was the start of it I, I thought it was going to be a side project and it ended up being my full-time job three years later it's amazing to see that all the hard work that you've put in has finally paid off for you I think it's really ad- admirable for somewhere so small like Derry how did you find you know kind of getting your brand out there because there's so many people now who during lockdown are like making tie-dye t-shirts or making wee trinkets and you know like making wee businesses for themselves so how what would advice would you give them for pushing themselves forward the smallness of Derry has only lent itself to the success of my business you know word gets around fast I know people don't usually think of that saying as a good thing but it definitely got around fast when I was doing things. And obviously Instagram and Facebook has made the world a lot smaller as well. But I've always had incredible support from the people of Derry and I thank them endlessly um, because I know that it's part of it is owed to them. But I would say anybody who is starting something small, I think, you know, get yourself online, get yourself a good online presence, be with it um it's really really important like i see a lot of small notions of businesses and they post maybe once every two weeks like be regimented with yourself try and post a couple of times a week at least posting stories that's that's what people look at i know i find myself wasting so much time scrolling stories but they say as well like it takes somebody 13 times saying something before they're actually going to buy it and that like Sounds like so many times, but you know, picturing your story or wearing something online, um, it's not that much when you when you go for it then and it can make a massive difference. The other thing I advise if you're online, ask people to post a picture wearing or using whatever it is that you're selling, um, post your stories. Um the power of that is immense and I would say in the first six months of business that really propelled my business it was it's not word of mouth it's it's instagram it's instagram's version of word of mouth you really gotta drive home online it's a massive massive tool and it is free which is the best part about it it is generally free you don't need to pay for sponsored posts anything like that not until you're 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 bigger and you, you need that um direct uh marketing but like in the meantime instagram is a great tool other than that for people starting businesses set yourself goals realistic goals be wise again be wise with your money do what you can within your means don't invest huge amounts of stock or things like that go small first sell what you can and reinvest just build it slowly don't overstretch yourself or spread yourself too thin i started very small when i was in emporium i think my biggest investment that I made into the business at that point might have been right before Christmas. I think I put in £300 into the business and that seemed like so much at the time because I was only working part-time. But that paid back dividends. But if I had to, make, if I had to put in any more than that, it would have been silly. Do you know what I mean? Um, and like, just, just, uh, just take your time with it. Enjoy it as well. Don't get too stressed out. If you're not enjoying it, people can tell between your online presence or if you're selling at markets and things like that and work part-time still for the first I think it would have been the first three months of business and I was very very hesitant to go full-time it was only that I was getting to a point where I needed to launch a website and I just didn't have the time to do everything at once because I was you know, I was making the stock I was doing all the online I was working in the shop a lot of jobs for one person and I know there'll be lots of self-employed people out there who are in exactly the same position but you know that's just it's just what you do at the start as well I'm lucky enough now that we've got some staff to take some of the pressure off uh, me but uh, that's just how it goes
it's trial and error because if you don't do the things yourself and put yourself out there, you never know if they're gonna they're gonna work. So it's really great that you did take that leap and and quit the job because you might not be here today if if you were hesitant. Exactly, that's exactly it. Leap of faith, the paid off. <laughs> it must have been so exciting for you when um you found out that you were gonna be in Topshop. So how did that come about? I worked in Topshop during my foundation year. I worked there for about a year. In that space of time, there was a, I think it would have been a trainee team leader at the time, a guy called Paul. Years later, while I was doing my pop-up in Emporium, Paul was uh, working in the the Topshop store in Belfast, the flagship store, and he would have been, I think his title would have been creative director, but they were looking for concessions uh, to fill the the floor in the store as it's if you go in the store, it's it's a big, big store and they have loads of floor space. Um, at the time, they were looking for something local to go in as a concession. So as well, at, at this point, concession means that they only take a cut of whatever sells and I still remain completely independent. It's you know, hugely appealing. It means they don't have a say in what stock goes in. I can manage that all by myself and there's no exclusivity so I can still sell elsewhere because it's it's a great deal that we've got going. At this point Paul contacted me. He'd seen the hats, he'd seen the Frida t-shirts um everywhere at this point. And he suggested that I put myself forward to Top Shop but warned that a lot of people get turned down and not to get excited. And I had to do a financial plan and a pitch and send that to the office and when I'm doing things like this, if I'm applying for anything, what I usually do is I send it and I tell myself, that's it, I'm forgetting about it. And if I ever hear about it, that's a bonus. That's, that's what I tell everybody when they're applying for jobs, forget about it. If you hear back, that's only a bonus. And I was in my small studio in the hub at that point, and I got an email from the head buyer, I think it was at Topshop, saying, we're happy enough to go, when do you want to start? I swear to God, I almost died. I was like, oh my god it was one of those things I just I kind of put forward for it and I was like well fuck. it's just nice to be considered isn't it like I never thought that it was ever going to come to anything and I nearly fell down the stairs trying to find somebody to tell and the, the hub's obviously a collective space so there was people there I rang my mum screaming down the phone it was the most exciting thing ever and the terms and conditions was that it would be a, a trial for six weeks and to see how it got on and they reviewed after that so again I just kind of thought I'll be there for six weeks that's grand what a great thing to put on my CV that's perfect I expect not to go any more after that because I'll only be disappointed then if I don't and it did so well and again the people of Derry there was so many people that traveled down Dubai from there to support and posting online about it and it was kind of without question then that it was kept on because we'd beaten our targets and we'd done a lot better than we thought that we would and then within a couple of months uh the dairy store contacted and they wanted to have the concession as well and that went great as well and managed to do both at the same time to this day our dairy the dairy store still remains our best selling store out of any of the stores that we've been in so far which is great that's absolutely amazing. Seeing now that you've opened your shop, what do you think your plans are going to yeah. be for the future or have you even thought thought of any? Oh God, it's all I think about at the moment. I'm trying to get myself organised. Um, I'm not the most organised of people, but this year has all felt like it's been on pause the whole year. And I think it's just given me a bit more motivation now to kind of get back at it, grow the business in different ways. Um, in the past couple of years, we've 
try to expand on the different stores and only some some didn't work some did and we love the stores that we're in now at the moment so we're in the dairy store in, in Fordside um the Belfast store in Victoria Square and the store in Cork on Opera Lane and they are brilliant stores we've got great staff and we manage those quite well now that we've opened our own store it's another something that I've ticked off the list that I wanted to do this year I say it's a pop-up store it's only open once a month but that's how we wanted it to go um aside from that what I want to do now going forward is expand on our range obviously the brand started with us buying in things blank and embroidering or printing them this year we've started to produce our own stock and it's gone down so well that this year is the year now I've got a, I've a full collection planned we're in the process of sampling and making lots of new products which I'm really really excited about we've been very limited over the last couple of years and what we can do in terms of what we can buy in this is really like the possibilities are completely open now so that's what we'll be focusing on going forward um working on the shop working on the website and just building our customer base and you know, just generally giving the people what they want as well people are always making asking for different types of things and we're finally able day we're finally stable enough as a business we've got some capital put away to be able to invest in doing things like this so i'm very very excited for the future god knows what next year holds but at the moment focusing on uh expanding our product range basically good luck with everything it sounds so exciting and i'm so excited to to see what's going to happen now like within the next year <laughs> me too <laughs> can't wait Hannah thank you so much for coming on today I really appreciate it and your journey has been so interesting so I can't wait to see how it works out for you now. Okay thank you so much for having me. Oh thank you Hannah I'll chat later. Okay bye now. Bye. Thank you all so much for joining me and Hannah on today's episode. Next week I am going to be joined with Will who is a PT in Glasgow. Will has had a very interesting journey towards his career and he is now working towards owning and setting up his own studio so this will be an amazing episode for anyone who is considering having a career as a PT or who is also considering going down the sports route for their education so I really hope that you'll all join me next week for another episode of Working at Careers. Bye!